0: Hello, welcome back to Suddenly Psychic. I really stopped singing. No one wants to hear it. <laughs>
1: oh, we all love it. It's great. Oh my gosh. <laughs> You're excited you. to be here. Yeah.
0: I am excited. I'm excited to talk to you always and then excited to be here Aww. because what the heck else do I do in my life, Emily? Also, no, just kidding. This is a very fun topic and we all love it. And um, and actually, with that said, we're, we're talking about a very specifically fun topic today, which is... Da, ba, ba, ba.
1: Emily, what is it? Animal communication. Intuitive animal communication, I should say.
0: Yes, 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 yes. So exciting. We're gonna um this was my life dream when I was a child. I imagine many people are in the same boat. I remember being like, I just wanna be Dr. Doolittle. I just wanna talk to all the animals. And I mm-hmm. used to pretend when I was a kid that I could talk to the animals in the yard. And then it turns out, I can. <laughs>
1: <laughs> as it turns out, I can. I was.
0: But I was definitely pretending as a child. Um, but yeah, we're really excited to talk today about animal communication, what that is, what it's all about, how does it work, all that good stuff. Um, and this is where Emily in particular really shines through. So I'm so excited, Emily, that you get to talk about this with everyone today because you're so awesome at this. Aww,
1: um,
0: of course. So how did you first hear about animal comms?
1: It was so random. I was on a podcast tear. And I think I had listened to it was a health podcast these chiropractors were doing. And they happened to have the subject was animal communication, which I thought was really interesting. Because I think usually their podcast was about health topics. And so I was like, I have to listen to this. And then of course, fell in love with Lily. She was Lily Ludwig. She was on that day and listening to her story, how she got into it and built a business and everything else was really cool. So we booked a session for Wahoo because he's our treble child. Um, and then I connected with her on Instagram and she ended up having a class. And so I took the class with her and yeah, it was really cool.
0: That's so awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Shout out to the Ludwig sisters. We love them. Um, I actually, I first heard about Lily Ludwig, um, which is how I learned about animal comms in general. I first heard about her through um, a, a dog I followed on Instagram. And basically <laughs> it's a dog who who did the, um, he pressed the buttons that say words oh, that communicate right. that way.
1: Mm-hmm. I think his
0: name's Bastion or Sebastian. So it's like Bastion Bruise or something like that. It's his Instagram. And um, I don't know them. I just wanted to, yeah. you know, in case anyone's interested. And uh, they they had a reading with Lily and I was like, uh what because my cat fatty had died a few years ago and as as you've heard from previous episodes i'm obsessed with fatty so i was just like ugh, i need to talk to that bitch i like really miss her i need (laughs) to know if she if she's okay if she's mad at me right um so the the standard questions and uh anyways i contacted lily did a reading you know like cried like ugly tears for 30 Mm -hmm. minutes with her and was just like wow this is incredible and then kind of like put it aside until two years sure. later when I took the class with Grace. So, But I, when I heard about it, I still thought this is some weird voodoo magic that will never happen to me. And um, while it still might be weird voodoo magic, it did happen to me and it's pretty cool. So with that said, like, what is Animal Comms? I bet a lot of you are like, uh, what does this mean? <laughs> so Emily, tell me about your experience with Animal Comms because I know you're like exceptionally good at this whereas I'm like you know medium good at it
1: (laughs) I feel like I have my moments but so in the class is like that's when I first tried it and I was like I don't know how this is going to work but she's you know she encouraged us by saying like you're already doing it all the time anyway and then she basically just like led us into a meditation where you go to just a space so for me it was like the top of this mountain that I used to or the top of this hill that I used to go to with my dog every day. That was just kind of a happy place for me and we'd hang out up there. So I go up there and like create a energetic bubble around me. And then you just invite whatever animal that you're trying to connect with in with you. So you just kind of hang out and wait or, you know, after a while, they'll just already be there waiting for you. And Mm. yeah. And so that was really cool in just different ways. There was a whole bunch of ways that like every week we would learn a different way So that you could see if, you know, one way works better for you than another. But um, for me, it's often just like having a conversation with them where they'll show you things in pictures, feelings, that knowing just all the ways we get them from spirit, human spirit as well, just with dogs. And they're, yeah, yeah,
0: it's like similar, but different. Yeah,
1: right. It is similar, but different. It's definitely a different energy and I don't know it's I don't know how to explain the difference but there's definitely a difference there
0: <laughs> yeah I so I I didn't take Lily's class but we did um in Grace's class together we did some animal communication work like sort of mm-hmm. like um methods and it, it I don't think we did a whole lot of different methods but it was sort of like use the same methods that we learned for people mm-hmm. and I think like The biggest things for me, I think that, interestingly, that was, like, a weird line for me. I was like, "Mm mm-hmm, yeah, let's communicate with animals. (laughs) Like, despite despite having talked to Lily and felt like she extremely successfully brought forward Fatty, I still was like, mm, maybe fake. (laughs) Right. Not not Lily, sorry. To to be clear, I didn't think Lily was fake. I thought it was fake for me. Like, I was like, I can't do this. This is a joke. Yeah. Yeah. and then I remember, I think I talked about it in a previous episode, but connecting with wizard, the guinea pig and being like, well, he's telling me stuff and making me feel like a horrendous mm-hmm. headache. So either I'm insane, or I'm actually talking to this guinea pig. And then, you know, over time, realizing there's just no difference between, um, like, apart from how it feels a little bit when you're the, the person who's doing the mediumship, mm-hmm. there's not a big difference in terms of like, connecting with an animal spirit versus a human spirit. Um, and I totally agree, Emily, that we're all doing this already. I think, most of us, when we get our pets, when we first get them, there's that feeling of, like, oh, my God, what have I done? Like, this little hellion is now in my home, like, <laughs> <Right>? doing whatever <laughs> weird stuff, right? And then you kind of get used to it and you love them and all this kind of thing. And, um, and, yeah, it's just, like, interesting to see how over time you can almost read your pet's mind. Or we all have this feeling that when, you know, when George does this, it means this, which is true. But a lot of that is because you're connecting with them subconsciously in a way that you might not see as being intuitive or animal mm-hmm. communication. But it is those things. Right. Um, and I think we've all had those moments with our pets where they're just like sitting somewhere doing something they've done 10,000 times, but you're like, something's up. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and that voice is not wrong, right? But right. Where is that coming from? So That's that's just like the, the sort of tip of the iceberg, I think, of animal communications and what you might already be doing without kind of realizing it.
1: Yeah. A great example I have of that is when Brian, my husband, gets home from work, all the dogs go out and greet him at the car and he says hi to everybody. And I'll notice Rio, she's a cat. So she's going to have that same exact behavior where she's going to run up to him. But she wants to be acknowledged. She wants him to say hi to her. And she will hang around until he says hi to her. And it's just cute because sometimes I'll just pick her up and be like, you can initiate it. You say hi. And then she's content. But it's like, I know she wants that acknowledgement. She's like, hey, wait, everybody else is getting said hello to and getting, you know, kisses. Where's mine? Oh, Rio, she's sure. Oh, my goodness. Angel.
0: Yeah, <laughs> she's the best. She's the best. Um, So I think like, so the other the piece of this is really not just talking to animals. So I, we're kind of alluding to it, but you can talk to animals, whether they're in spirit or alive. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing as doing like a mediumship reading where you talk to a person, you can do a mediumship reading where you speak with an animal spirit, and then you can do a psychic reading or I think we kind of call it more like intuitive communication as opposed to a psychic reading. We're not necessarily seeing an animal's what's coming up for an animal in the future, but we might be able to, um, we're going to get a stronger sense of the things they need right now. They're very much living in the present, which I think is probably like a little bit of a differentiation between, um, that feeling of, of connecting with a human Mm -hmm. and, um, and an animal who are currently living. And then I would say also that the, the difference that I've experienced in talking to animals or people is that with people, there's often complexity that you need to kind of wade through. Um, And there's the the natural complexity of their personality. Animals are also very complex, but they're very, very, in my experience, direct.
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm, Right. So
0: if you ask them a question, they just give you the answer. You're not like fishing, which is kind of interesting. They're also very direct in the sense that if you try to connect and they're not interested in talking right now, they will tell you that yeah
1: yeah talk to the paw i'm busy
0: <laughs> i don't remember if it was which one of your ferrets was it was either pinto or louis but i don't remember maybe you remember who quite literally showed me a hotel's do not disturb sign i think that, that hangs was pinto
1: yeah was that, that was pinto he's like excuse please sleeping i tried to connect
0: with pinto and pinto was asleep and held up a do not disturb sign and i was like <laughs> well well well
1: um all righty then <laughs>
0: so funny and he, and then your son's cat um oswald i tried to connect with him and he's he just is like no lady like he's not feeling me I he's, think he's no time for that my no. vibes are not his vibes or something so that's very funny um, yeah i don't i don't so, know what's
1: up with that but he's denied you a few times now so
0: <laughs> he just doesn't like me which is fine like i'm not offended i'm like live your best life no one's forcing you oswald cobblepot <laughs> um so yeah, so in terms of connecting with animals, whether in spirit or, or living, um, I'm going to turn to your expertise on this, Emily. I have a few stories, but I would love to hear some of yours of some of the things that you've been getting from animals or if you have a particularly awesome you know, connection mm-hmm. story you wanted to share with us.
1: Um, I would say with animals in spirit, I've mostly connected to my own animals in spirit, and that's been a very healing, very, very healing journey because they're so happy and they just want to show you what they're doing and like, you know, just reassure you that they had a good life. So like Tatum, she, she was the first one that I tried to reach out to in spirit and I was kind of nervous about it, but she just showed me so all these pictures of everything that we did throughout her life together. And Aww. she was just so grateful and so happy. And she just wanted me to know that she had a Like she feels like she had a really good life and she's doing the same exact thing in the afterlife with one of our other dogs that's passed. So that felt really, really good. I know. She's just like, we're having the best time, you know? And that was like something I felt so deep in my heart. It was just so healing and it just makes you feel good and makes you feel better that they're okay. And they're not mad at you, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know? And yeah, so that was one of my favorite ones. It was very cathartic and, recently, I've gotten to speak to a bearded dragon, which I didn't know how that was going to go. Ooh. A fish. And what else did I get to talk to that was different? Those A two. fish, though. That's
0: <laughs> amazing.
1: Yeah. His, so he was a co-worker of my husband's fish. And he... I was like, name's... wait a minute.
0: Was the fish the co-worker? Because that seems better. <laughs> it's like and, the fish tank yeah. in the office. So. Right.
1: <laughs> his name is Calcifer, and he, which I thought was a cool name. That's and they amazing. actually weren't sure if he was... Male or female, but I got like male, like little boy energy from him. And uh, the first thing he said was, like, they always have jokes with me. And he said, "Gulp, gulp, gulp." Like, is that what you thought I was gonna sound like? <laughs> He's like, you know, A I can communicate. I know. He's like, you know, I can communicate like everybody else because some of the theory is that like their spirit guides are connecting with your spirit guides, and that's how you're understanding what they're saying to you. Um, so that was really fun, and and I got the feeling with him. It's always interesting to me how the energy or how the messages come through. Because with him, I felt sort of like I was big for my space. And I knew nothing really about this fish. I didn't know how big he was or how big his tank was or anything. And um, just like, you know, a fish darting, darting, darting. And I just felt a little bit big for my space. And she, the owner was like, yeah, you know, he could probably use a bigger aquarium at this point. He's grown a lot. And just – yeah. It's as much as you can affirm for a a fish. I feel like I got some good validation back on that. And then, oh, yeah, yeah. And then the bearded dragon blew me away because he had more to say than either of their dogs or the fish. He was just, he had a lot to say. So. Oh, my gosh. What were his some
0: of his chief um, <laughs> complaints or otherwise?
1: Well, he just had been rehomed. So he's only been in his new home a month. And he said he didn't want to be, like, put in a back room and forgotten about. But oh. he felt like it was very loud where he was. And so when I... Relayed that information, she said, Yeah, he's actually right next to the television in the living room. So I said, Well, I think that might be a little bit loud for him, but keep in mind, he likes being around all of you. He really wants to be part of the family, but he just does not want to be right by the TV. So sharing that in a kind way, because, you know, I don't want anyone to feel like they're doing something wrong. I mean, we don't know. Sure. Like if the loud TV doesn't bother you, or maybe it's not even loud, it's just loud to him because he's right next to it. So that, and he also, felt like they didn't know a whole lot about reptiles which is fair and he wants he wanted them to learn so he's like i think in time like their relationship will get better but like they need to learn and he needs to get used to he knows that the dogs think he's kind of creepy and that makes him feel isolated so poor (laughs) guy i know so funny he's like they
0: think i'm a creep
1: (laughs) yeah they know they're not the dogs aren't sure about him but um i think in time like he would probably like to have a little friend but I saw a video one day with a bearded dragon, like a cat sitting next to each other, just watching out the window. And so I have hopes for him, Lokai, Lokai is his name, that someday maybe he'll have that relationship with the dogs. Oh, you know? maybe he's like <laughs> Down Loki,
0: the like in the comic books or whatever. I fr- I'm not good with this stuff, but I feel Loki, like Loki is yeah. a character in one of those comics. Yeah.
1: Maybe, oh, that's yeah. Oh, it's so
0: cute. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, um, I've, I don't think I've ever talked to an exotic... I've only talked well, that's what they're called in the vet world, yeah, I guess. Sure. But I've only talked to um I think cats we, and dogs. I'm trying to remember. Was there somebody else? Sure oh, I mean you, oh, you ferrets, have talked to our ferrets. Yeah, I know I, I forgot I'm like
1: the original exotics that I've talked to are my they're own. Very ferrets. exotic. <laughs> my daughter's ferrets, I should say. <laughs> <laughs> they're
0: very, very funny. They they crack me up when I talk to them. Um they're little evil to, geniuses. Oh, they totally are. Yeah, I've talked to I think more animals in spirit than necessarily living ones. Although mm. at this point it might be like 50 50. I think for me, what I really what I find just like so cool, and this is true of people as well. But when if I'm scheduling an appointment with someone, I kind of learned this the hard way in the beginning and then adjusted my um, what I sort of asked people in the beginning. But if I ask people like who are you hoping to connect with ahead of time
1: of mm-hmm. the of our
0: appointment, that often that person would step forward and I'd just be like, "Eh, please wait till next Thursday or like whatever the, (laughs) Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Please hold. Um, with pets, what's really, really funny and sometimes disconcerting for folks is that the second you mention them, they're so, I don't know if it's like a loyalty or that bond with the owner, they just like instantly appear and they're just like, hi, I'm right here. Can you talk to me please? And, uh, this has happened more than once that I've sort of had to acknowledge them right away Mm -hmm. because I knew they weren't going to take very well. Like, please go away until next week. Um, This, I don't know if I've told you this story, even Emily, but I went to the vet for George. Um, He had, he goes to an ophthalmologist and I went to the ophthalmologist with him a little while back, a few months ago. And I get in there and the ophthalmologist, she's amazing. She's, she is also very chatty. So she was sort of like chatting along. And she happened to mention her cat who had passed away relatively recently. And I was like, "Uh oh, here we go. Like as soon as she, <laughs> she didn't say a name or anything. She just mentioned she had a cat who passed away. That's all it takes. Like I see suddenly a nice orange boy just like right, you know, right. to I, I see them on. I, I see yeah. kind of on the left side of my head. I'm, you can't tell, but I'm like waving my hand in front of Emily uh, on the left <laughs> side of my head. But he's just there. And I was like, okay, I have a choice to make. I have to see this woman annually. So I can either pretend it's not happening or I can just, you know, confess. Confess. (laughs) (laughs) So I said to her, I was like, listen, this is about to sound um, very wild, but I'm actually a psychic medium. And was your cat orange and a boy? And she's like, yes. And I was like, he's right here. He wants to say hi. that's amazing (laughs) (laughs) she definitely thought I was absolutely insane I said to her look if you decide you'd like to talk about this I'm happy to for free you know give you a little chat Mm. with uh with him but she never took me up on it she probably thought I was completely nuts um I will have to show my face there again so hopefully you know but it was it's very interesting because it's part of that whole like animals kind of come when you Mm -hmm. call them um and so that doesn't really change uh in death either which is which is pretty cool right um I want to talk a little bit about a recent reading you did for my guy, George. So um, George. I'm sure you all are George. He's such a living nightmare. <laughs> um, as, <laughs> you'll hear more and more about our pets as we kind of go through this podcast and do more episodes. But I have um, two cats and one is an angel and one's a demon. And so George is my demon. And I know we all like anyone who has two of anything <laughs> knows one is perfect and one's a horror show. And Joe, George is just, he's just a lot and he has like tons of allergies and he's a hot mess and he's a sweet boy, but he's just like, you know, he's always giving it like 10,000 out of a hundred and it gets, (laughs) gets a little tiring. So would you want to share some of the things that George shared with you? And it was just so fascinating to me because it was like, so spot on.
1: Right. So. I've connected with George a few times and I definitely feel like the more I connect with him, the more we kind of maybe open up to each other. Um, He's getting used to, you know, chatting with me, but he's, you had mentioned that he'd been puking. So I was trying to figure out what was going on with that. And when I connected to him, I just got like, a really full feeling in my stomach and in my intestines like I had a lot of gas maybe and I got the feeling like this is a little graphic but I think because he couldn't get it to come out one end it was going to come out the other end and yeah. that it was the feeling that I got so it was like maybe it's his food and I think you know he's hungry so he's going to eat what he's presented with but maybe that his food wasn't quite working for him and um So that was interesting to get that like physical feeling. Like I didn't feel awful, but I just knew I could feel better. Um, And then (laughs) he just kind of slides in there in the middle of like other questions that you had me ask him that he would like some cat TV. He was like, (laughs) my mom's shows are okay, but every now and then I'd like some cat TV. And so I was like, I, you know, that was kind of just a side note, which turned out to be like sort of a big thing for him because I know you guys have that, um, You have a bird feeder right there. So he gets to watch birds live. Yeah, real-time He was like, I would also (laughs) like to see some squirrels, you know. And then right away, I tell Melody that. And she's like, all right, let's try it. And they were right up on the TV and really into it. Yeah, It was
0: so funny because I'd never. So cat TV is like a whole channel or whatever, like a series of things on YouTube. And I'd never, ever, ever put it on for them. Um, So Mm -hmm. if he knew what it was, it was not because of me. And I mean, he did have a life before me, like I got him when he was maybe four or so. So it's just interesting to think that this is probably something that he had done before, like in his previous right, film. sure. But as soon as I put it on, I put it on the TV and he just like leaps over and is <laughs> fill- his little tiny heart is filled with joy. He was like smacking little squirrels and chipmunks mm. and the birds and having the time of his life. And of course, like Biff joined him too. And they were just like loving it. So I thought that was really cool and i did change his food little man has um allergies so we're we're going through cycling some new food and for him but he's uh he's definitely enjoying it he hasn't thrown up since since you told oh, me to play good. with this food which is amazing mm-hmm. um so yeah it's just like so cool cuz they'll just tell you all kinds of stuff right and i yeah. with with connecting with my own animals um i Feel like I have a little more confusion about that because and this is something that I just have to work on as as a psychic medium is like whenever I'm connecting with someone I know or animals I know, mm-hmm. um, especially if they're m- not really animals I know, but anyone related to me and I would include like my pets as related to me. Sure. I find that tricky because I don't know how much of my own sort of like thought process is interfering with it as opposed to right. what I'm getting. So I t- I kind of just stay away from doing that unless it's just happening kind of naturally and intuitively. But mm-hmm. I I do love that I have Emily on call for <laughs> <when I have laughs> these kinds of questions. Um, I know that when we and we, you and I were were kind of segueing into talking about even when we're connecting with animals we don't know mm-hmm. sometimes we're not really sure if what we're saying is from something the animals telling us or if we're just like experienced pet owners and giving someone solid advice. And right. I think we both have kind of examples on this. So I'll start with mine, which is just, um, I was reading a cat recently, a, a cat who's alive and I felt like I just needed to offer a whole list of suggestions for what I would have, what I would consider like a very smart cat. Cause I was getting very smart energy from this cat. Mm. And I said things like, are you doing, um, are you doing like training for, to be able to do tricks? And, and the owner was like, oh, he can already do like 15, 20 tricks. And I said, okay. Oh my gosh. And then I was like, are you doing the thing that some pet owners do where they put, like, almost like an obstacle course, but it's shelves on a wall so they can leap Mm -hmm. around? And she's like, oh, we tried that or we're about to try that. Um, And I said, okay. And I was like, are you doing the pheromone collar? And I just listed, like, a bunch of things that I would say for someone who has, like, a really bright cat who just needs a lot of stimulation. Sure. But it was just funny because every single thing I said, she's like, yep, we're doing that or we're about to do that or we already did that. And I was like, am I giving good advice or am I getting – this from the cat. So I know you Mm -hmm. have a similar story.
1: Yeah, this one. And I think that's part of it. We're going to actually have like our teacher on and it'll be fun to ask her questions and stuff with this, but it's like the, yeah, that fine line between did I get that from them or is it something that triggered me to think of that? And so it can be hard to differentiate your own thoughts from what you're getting, but like this last one I read for your friend's cat and I just kept thinking about Jackson Galaxy and I mentioned that to her and she's like, oh yeah, we watched a ton of Jackson Galaxy in the beginning. So originally I thought, well, I just thought of it myself because they were newer cat owners and they didn't have pets growing up. And then afterwards, I thought, well, did I? Because I've never mentioned that to anyone else, you know? Right, right, yeah. Or did I just sort of get the idea that they had, you know, I got that from the cat that they had listened to Jackson Galaxy. And then it was interesting because you read for this cat too. And the first thing he showed me was a window and it's like sitting in front of the window and looking outside. And his mom was like, oh, yeah, that's the first thing he showed Melody too. And I'm like, it's because he's obsessed with outside. He likes to know what's going on out there. He likes watching the cars go by. He's oh, like, yeah, I know. He
0: loves his windows. Yeah, he's a big window yeah. guy. Yeah, and It sounds yeah. like
1: he's got a lot of them, so that's really awesome. That yeah, was yeah. fun to hear. But, yeah, he's a happy, chill dude. He's a good
0: boy. I just saw mm-hmm. him the other night, and he mm-hmm. was like um, – he does this adorable thing where if he – wants your attention he just like gently paws your leg
1: yes he did that to me he did that to me and then he actually she said that he never gets on their lap but like I asked him to come closer and he hopped up on my lap for a second and did the same thing on my shoulder oh so he's that a little sweet angel yeah
0: maybe he like wants to get on laps but he's not quite there yet you know because well, you know yeah as
1: snuggly as Rio is she doesn't always want to sit on her laps either but I don't know yeah no pets are interesting like they
0: go through phases everyone knows they go through phases of behavior and where they like to sleep and what they like to do so it could just Mm -hmm. be like a current phase and then who knows what's next or whatever it's like very cute Mm -hmm. um yeah I mean animal comms is is just such a it's such a big space and I would I think I would love to follow up personally and like take a specific to animal comms class like you have Emily and Mm kind of see like where that where that goes and what I what I could learn that um, is is different from what I've already learned and and also for me I think the biggest thing that would be cool is to be able to separate out enough to be able to talk to my own animals in a way that I feel confident I'm actually hearing from them as opposed right. to just like making up dialogue in my mind or something
1: what's interesting to me and I totally get what you're saying with that but when I know that it's my animals and not just me making it up is when it's always when I'm more in a relaxed mood because if I'm like uptight and rah, I don't hear them but is when I'm relaxed and it'll be something just out of the blue that I wasn't even thinking about you know, and like Wahoo has got a lot going on in that little head of his and he is working through a lot of stuff. And um, well, he's
0: a Virgo, as we discovered today, <laughs> much yeah. like myself. So that's yeah, you know, already we're cursed. Like, <laughs> it's,
1: it's kind of cool, though, because like, seriously, he was one night, he just sort of shared some stuff with me that really helped me understand him. And I'm like. I always saw my husband and I said it to you. I don't have a great imagination. I could not make this stuff up. Like I, you know, I don't, and I also don't have time to sit around and think about it. So that's when I feel like I'm getting more clear communication. Like Henry is my one who doesn't really communicate a whole lot. Cause he's just happy. And when he did, when I did connect with him, like in the very, very beginning in class, he just was like showing like himself being silly. Like he loves making us laugh. Cause he's a huge goofball. And, um, So it's just, it's really neat, like how they come through and what they have to say. And I think you also have to be really brave and like, you know, okay with sharing what you get. Because I thought when I read these two dogs the other day, I didn't know anything about them at all. And the one dog she immediately was like kept giving me her paw and I know it's a typical dog thing but she just incessantly was giving me her paw then when I read her sister her sister was just immediately in my space like rubbing her head against my head like doing the mm. head hug thing and the owner confirmed that's like she, she was like losing it because she's like that's exactly how they both are Aww, and so terrified. that was really neat because I've always wondered how people like when we had our session with <laughs> poor Lily. We did all three dogs and the two ferrets. We didn't have Rio yet. And that she blew my mind with the ferrets because I don't really post because sometimes you can explain your mind must explain things away. Like, well, I post a lot about this or that on Instagram, but I don't really share much about the ferrets. And she said, is Pinto not expected to live like as long as a normal ferret? And me and my husband just looked at each other like, how would she know that? And we're like, no, he's not. And she said, Because he was joking, he doesn't like it when we move, and he said, Maybe this will be my last move.
0: (laughs) Pinto, so dramatic! I
1: know he's very dramatic. And when I told my daughter, he said that she was like, No, sir, this will not be your last. He's doing wonderfully, by the way, but it was hysterical. And I'm like, That was when I, to be honest, where I was very sold because I'm like, That's just crazy. That
0: oh, yeah, like, how would you how in the world, yeah. I um so fatty like I had so fatty had died five years ago then the five-year anniversary I call it uh, mm. fatty remembrance day was on August 11th so like a complete psychopath because that's you know part of my personality I have like maybe a touch of the psychopath I went ahead <laughs> and- <laughs> I opened up her ashes for the first time they're in a like a little box Aww. and I never looked at them and uh, yeah I took them out and just like started crying and it like, not to be, you know, like, what's the word I'm looking for? Trigger warning or whatever for mm, folks who sure. might not be interested in hearing this. Like, feel free to shut this down now. But, um, but yeah, she – it wasn't very much. It was just, like, a little bit. And uh, I, you know, probably very illegally sprinkled them a little – not all of it, but some of it around my parents' house because that's where she lived. And, mm-hmm. um, and honestly, I felt, like, the weight of the world come off my shoulders. Wow it was just like a total release and i have not felt like i know it's been years and like probably i should be in a different place but grief is weird and yeah. i just like i don't know it's felt really different since then i just feel like you know okay time to move on in a way that like mm. i kind of hadn't felt before and what's funny though is you know much you know prior to that um this is like a separate story but it's still about her i was hanging up um some stuff in my bedroom like i kind of redid my bedroom and just little things but I was trying to hang up some art that I meant to put up and hadn't I'd done like a truly awful painting of her like it's like atrocious like uh, worse than paint night you know painting of her face kind of thing and I'd hung it up above my bed and then I got this like out of nowhere thing like you had talked about earlier Emily where I just heard Fatty be like bitch what are you doing and yes. I was like I was like what and she's like a total by the way she's a total B-I-T-C-H like always was always will be and she was like this is for losers. She's like, You can't Aww. hang up this picture of me above your bed like some kind of weirdo. Like,
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. Cease and desist. Straight and I was up, like, yep. Yeah, she was just like,
0: nah. And so I had to, I can't remember if I already told the story on the pod, I'm sorry. But anyway, so I took it down to the guest room and hung it there. And she was like, That's better.
1: That's so funny. See, that's the sass I'll get randomly. I see that's yes. yeah, that's no doubt. It was her. And she was like, Mom, you need to get a grip.
0: Yeah, she was like, This is pathetic. And I was like, Oh my god, I'm sorry. That's so funny. That great.
1: Sweet and, girl. But it
0: reminded me of like when she first passed. I felt like that whole so I got my cats like three weeks later after she passed away, which is like incredibly too short of a period of time. I, mean, I love my boys, but it was too soon. But I remember her, even in that first week, being like, I just got this feeling like I needed to move on because she'd been Mm. sick for like a year. But I kept getting this feeling like, move on, move on, move on. And I knew it wasn't coming from me. And in retrospect, I'm like, she was up there being like, cool, bye,
1: like... (laughs) (laughs) i'm good now yeah Yeah,
0: exactly Mm, which which grace confirmed like you know years later when i connected with her but it was just like so bizarre to think that like oh yeah you're getting these messages from your pets even if you don't believe you are like intuitive or whatever um so with that said the other good news when i talk and i'll close with this but when i talked with grace uh i'm sorry with lily ludwig and we talked to fatty of course i went in there with the standard questions I was like does is she okay is she mad at me and the answer to both was no so as a kind reminder and make sure you tune into our next episode um and also ooh, before I get to the final end I want you to please if you can go into Spotify or Apple Podcasts we're on both now and rate us five stars if you're loving what we're doing and write a review if you feel moved to but first you know beyond all that I want you to remember that everyone's okay
1: and no one is mad at you. <laughs>
0: Correct. No one's mad at you. Um, so we will see you soon. Looking forward to the next episode, Emily. I'll talk yes, to you soon. Yes, this is great.
1: All right. Have a good one. You too. Bye. Bye.